On this week's episode of Third Party Tour Podcast, I talk about what I'm looking forward to in the year of 2024. What games am I looking forward to and what do I think is going to happen in 2024? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Tour Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse McClurk, Lita. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are in 2024. Yes, we are here. It's 2024. And we're here to talk about what we're looking forward to in the year of 2024. But you might have noticed something. It is just me today. I gave the guys the time off. We're starting off the new year. And you know what? I want them to relax. I want them to just chill. Because, I mean, basically all they're looking forward to is madden 2025 or whatever do we really want to hear that i don't know do you maybe it probably would have been fun no but i'm just joking aside uh i gave the guys the time off and i kind of wanted to just get into what i was looking forward to and there's always a ton of stuff i'm looking forward to in gaming and then probably next week we'll find out what the guys are looking forward to in 2024 and maybe a little bit more predictions and more conversations on that but on this episode to kick off 2024 we're gonna look at what is upcoming what we can look forward to and what i'm stoked about in the year of 2024 starting off with january and man is january jam-packed with stuff a lot of things but these are things i'm looking forward to and the number one thing that's starting it off you probably wouldn't even have guessed i was looking forward to this but i kind of am with when it was revealed and the stuff that's coming out and i think people have already gotten around to playing it and trying it out prince of persia the lost crown coming to playstation 5 xbox series x and s playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc this is coming out january 18th and this one looks cool, man. It's like a Metroidvania take on Prince of Persia. I mean, Prince of Persia has always had that side-scrolling action adventure, but it looks like it's really focusing on like the Metroidvania style, which isn't a bad thing. But everything that's come out about it and the look and the gameplay just seems like a ton of fun. Art style is fantastic. You had a lot of people poo-pooing it. Yeah, a lot of people just kind of going like, this is lame, this looks lame, this is the next Prince of Persia. I'm actually surprised that Ubisoft allowed a team to actually make a game like this. Because with how Ubisoft runs their company, but also always all the Assassin's Creed games. You know, I know they stopped yearly churning them out, but... I don't know, I think if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, I don't think you're happy with the state of it, but I could be wrong. But with Prince of Persia kind of being away for a bit, and the delay on the remake of the original Sands of Time, which, what, was that like... It was supposed to come out two years ago, right? That one. And then it didn't look good, and people were kind of negative about it, and then they're like, you know what, we're going to take time, it's going to come out later, then it got pushed a year... And the year it was supposed to come out, it ended up not happening. Yeah, that was this. It was weird. So it's cool that they're doing the Lost Crown. This one looks awesome. Um, I was kind of like debating it. If I remember, it was kind of this game was announced on Switch, and then when I heard it was later coming out for other consoles, I'm always looking for something that that might look and perform better. And I'm not saying that the Switch can't handle this game, but if anything, I kind of want to bet my money on the PlayStation 5 version just running and looking smoother compared to the Switch version. I don't know. We'll see, but I'll probably be getting it for that. That one I'm looking forward to, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, January 18th. Can't wait for that. Next, a big one that a lot of people are not that excited about. Um, or actually, I think they're more excited about than the remastered version that they did with Part 1. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, The Last of Us Part Two coming out on PlayStation 5 on January 19th. I think more people bitched about the first one. And I would say rightfully so. And the second one, they're adding some extra stuff. And, you know, it's going to be running better. I, I never got the first one. Uh, the second one, I probably won't get. I mean, I like The Last of Us. Um, hey, 
the more they can improve it, the more it can run on better systems. And on this one, I think they're doing, if you have the PlayStation 4 version, for 10 bucks, you'll get the, you can just download the remastered version for $10. So that's cool that they're doing that. Where the first one was like from, a, from the ground up, completely graphically changed. I never got around to playing part one remastered. And I kind of, I do want to, because I want to see how it's different from what I've watched people play it and, and some of the videos I've seen. I feel like a lot of the grittiness was taken away compared to the PS3 version. I don't know. That's how it seemed to me. And I think other people have like vocalized that. But uh, yeah, Last of Us Part 2. I think it's kind of cool that they add some extra stuff where you can actually visit the town that's there in, in the beginning part of Part 2. Uh, I don't know how deep that is or how involved it is, but it looks interesting. It looks like that could be something pretty cool that you you know you do see it in games where it's like hey we're adding this extra stuff. So is it gonna take away from the game? Is the added stuff just bloated mess? I don't know. Huge Last of Us fans are probably really gonna be vocal about how they feel about this and see if the extra content is good or not. We'll see. Um, speaking about that, they just announced that their multiplayer was canceled after like two years <laughs> of, of, what was it like two, three years or when they announced it? Yeah, dude. Um, I wish I had a coworker who was all about the last of us and he was so excited for the multiplayer, but it took so long that even I was just like, dude, if this doesn't come out during the show, you know, like to advertise, you know, the game, but also the show. Like, hey, it's out now. Multiplayer, try it out. The factions, right? Is that what it was called? Multiplayer, Last of Us factions. Anyway, I was pretty much like, if they don't come out with it soon, what what would be the point of releasing it like three, four years later? I, unless they're going to throw it in like Last of Us Part 3, which isn't announced, but it will be probably. I don't know. It's it's weird, man. They, they said they don't they didn't want to do it. Uh, they stopped it because they didn't want to become all their time. The studio of Naughty Dog invested in this live service game. And for me, it's it's more of, um, wait, was Factions the first one? Damn it, I forget what it's called. But anyway, for me, it's just make a multiplayer game. You don't. It doesn't have to be a live service. Your intention, your goal, what Sony wanted was a live service game. Did they want to do that? Maybe because higher up said to do it. And then live service stuff has not been doing that well. And even Sony, like a couple of months ago, has said they're pulling back from that. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's I for me, it, I, it's understandable. They say that and everyone's like, oh, that's good. They know that. What's the point of doing a live service game if it's going to take away from other stuff Naughty Dog is doing? And like, yeah, that's true. But I think the other thing too is that they're seeing that the live service, I don't want to say it's like a bubble, but the live service service thing is too much to where not everyone has the time to completely, you know, devote their time into live service games, multiple live service games, because they just want you to keep coming back, dropping money on it, all that stuff. And it just hasn't been working out for a lot of other company studios or other games. So they ditched it all. All that work is all gone. And why didn't they just do a multiplayer game? Like the multiplayer in the first Last of Us that people really liked. And then only spend a bit of time like with updates. Not have to make it a live service thing. Now maybe they were, were not going to be able to like shift resources over to like, okay, now it's not a live service. So we're just shifting it to a regular multiplayer. I think too much time probably was invested in it and wasted on it. Where it's just like it's easier to just get rid of it because then if they were to do that just make it a regular multiplayer game like kind of like the multiplayer and again the first last of us game or even an uncharted 4 then that's starting over and it's like well we already wasted money why waste more money so they they ditched it they had their reasons i buy some of it others other reasons i'm just kind of like hmm, no sony wanted you to do a live service game you did I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't going to play it either way. But yeah, that's just part two, January 19th. 
Another game to a collection of games, Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy is coming out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, the Switch, and PC on January 25th. It's always cool when there's game compilations, especially something from Capcom that's not Resident Evil, uh, which is the you know Ace Attorney Apollo Justice games. If it's a collection and it's coming out in a physical form and it's something that they're at least having people have the option of being able to play it on newer consoles, I'm all for it. So I've always wanted to dive into the Apollo Justice ones. I never did. I played a lot of the Ace Attorney games, which I loved. And I hear this is more of the same. So I'm excited to try that, that out, of course. Next is a game in the series I love, the Like a Dragon series, AKA Yakuza series, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, coming for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, coming out January 26th. It's got Ichiban, we got Kiryu in this. I still got to finish Like a Dragon Gaiden, which came out a couple months ago. I mean, it changes it up. It's a turn-based RPG game in the Like a Dragon series. Just, yeah, always look forward to these games. If you've never played a Yakuza game, Like a Dragon game, I highly recommend it. Honestly, try it. Try the series. It's fun. A lot of them are on like Game Pass or PlayStation Plus, I believe. I don't know if they're still there, but there's sometimes a ton of sales on the original yakuza game so you have nothing to lose i highly recommend it jump into the series everyone says where should i start where should i begin all this stuff personally i say start with yakuza kawami and then from there go wherever you want if you want to follow it in order i hear people say zero do whatever the fuck you want I don't think you should start in zero. That's me personally. Or even, to be honest, if you want to fucking start playing Yakuza 6, do that. That's how I, honestly, that's how I did it. I played 6 first, got super invested into it, and I was like, nah, I want to find out everything. And I played everything else, and I don't feel like I really missed out on anything. So, in a way, forget, fuck what I say. Just play it any way you want. Play anywhere. If you want to start in 3, you want to start in 4 or 5, you're probably going to have people get all mad and say, like, that's not where you should start. You should start at zero. Who, who am I to say where to start when I started and completed six before everything else? But I still love the series. And I feel like I didn't. I mean, I would have loved to have been there day one or started it like in the beginning in a certain order. But I don't really feel like I missed anything because I think I love it as much as the biggest Yakuza fan, you know, so. I say do whatever you want so yeah yeah looking forward to that like a dragon infinite wealth out January 26th and to end the month of January on the same day oh holy shit I didn't even know these were the same day which one do I start first I don't know I don't know but I know one of them I gotta train like crazy Tekken 8 is coming out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, X and S, the PC on January 26th. And holy shit. Did you play the demo? Yeah, you know who I'm talking to. Did you play the demo? Trino, did you play the demo? Did you guys play the demo? Everyone listen out there. Did you play the Tekken 8 demo? You should, because it was fucking great. Now here's the thing. I am a new fan of Tekken. I was, I've talked about this plenty of times on the show. I was an asshole. I was being a bitch about fighting games. I only like Street Fighter. I hated everything else. But then I grew up, started playing every fighting game and loved the uniqueness, the difference of every fighting series. And Tekken is no different. Holy shit. I missed years, years, decades of playing against friends in Tekken. But I am writing wrongs i'm going back to the original series i want to play everything and i'm loving it it's great and tekken 8 just felt so good looks so good and here's the thing this is coming from a newcomer so i don't know how it is from someone who is um a veteran of the series you know who has blood has given their blood sweat and tears to it and what i'm hearing is people don't like how nina plays you know, I'm hearing all these things. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I I started the demo and I knew he wasn't going to be playable. I knew he wasn't going to be playable, but I, I had some hope. I was like, please, sweet, small, 
little baby Jesus, please let King Bay here. And he wasn't, but I knew, you know, it's only, you know, I, I don't have that much longer to wait. We got 26 days to wait for Tekken, but holy shit, I'm excited for Tekken. I'm excited to fucking finally play Trino. Yes, I'm talking to you. Fucking in Tekken, ready to get my butt kicked, ready to win a couple of matches. Holy shit. But I will say as much as I'm excited about it, as much as I had fun playing the demo, as much as I'm looking forward to this, I am very upset that it is not going to be rollback netcode. Yeah, I was streaming the demo of Tekken 8 and told one of my viewers, they're like, yeah, this sucks that it's not rollback netcode. It's a newer version of delayed base netcode. And they were like, wait, it's not rollback now. People are going to be like, what's different? Why? Who cares? It's going to play. It just rollback netcode has been well received and does really well with latency and other things. Delayed base netcode, not so great. Hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully this launches without a hitch. Hopefully I'm like, you know what? I don't feel the difference when I play Trino online. Maybe because we're not too far from each other. I mean, we're far from each other now, but hopefully we're not too far where it's not too bad. But we'll just have to wait and see. Bummer that it's not delayed based netcode, but what can you do? What can you fucking do? But I'm so stoked, dude. I'm so excited. I've just been, dude, everything from King of Fighters Tekken to like Mortal Kombat to like Tatsunoko versus Capcom Street Fighter, every fighting game. I just love. I mean, fighting games are in just such a great spot right now. Street Fighter 6. I mean, like, oh my god, Mortal Kombat 1. And, you know, some of them have their problems. Some of them have their shitty microtransactions and all that shit. But when it comes down to it, and I'm not forgiving it. I'm not forgiving it, okay? I'm not, I still, it's still bullshit. A $16 for fucking turtle outfits. Fucking $10 for a goddamn fatality. Fucking bullshit. I'm not forgiving them, but the games themselves as fighting games are great their monetization is bullshit and we should fight against it fucking costumes in street fighter 6 is also bullshit the pricing it's fucking stupid oh sorry 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 and you know what as how i'm trying to get into tekken and playing i'm playing like tekken 6 tekken 4 tekken 5 i'm playing some tekken tag 1 and 2 I've noticed that Tekken has been insanely generous with cosmetic shit and so much shit you can unlock. And I'm I'm pretty sure that it's going to be the same way with Tekken 8. But hopefully they don't take that away. I don't think so. I don't think so. I hope Tekken 8 doesn't have any microtransaction. Gives the player so much cosmetics, which they've done in the past, to the point where people go, Look, why can't you do it like Tekken 8? street fighter and mortal kombat you fucking greedy bitches and that's coming from the company that's not coming from the developers i know that but they need to see that this is not how you do it that us fans are happy to pay for reasonable priced content reasonable but not bullshit mortal kombat 1 street fighter 6 but anyway Looking forward to Tekken 8, man. I cannot wait. Fuck. Huh, I miss Soul Calibur. <laughs> I do. Fuck. I miss Soul Calibur. We're going into February, and in February, we got Persona 3 Reloaded coming out for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC coming out February 2nd. I'm stoked. I got far in Persona 3 originally, like on PS2 and the PSP versions that they had, but never finished it. But 
with this reloaded with what they're gonna hopefully you know what's it's gonna be and and what it transitions to i'm looking forward to it man. It's, a, it's an rpg series that i've just newly gotten into i really love persona 5 and hopefully if this is a success we get persona 4 gold dinner or gold goldener more or whatever i mean remakes remasters whatever are a hot thing and um as much as people want new stuff sometimes i like when these type of things get re-released and they're re-released well and made well not just a cash-in thing i mean because this could easily become a cash-in thing where you're like oh it's not that much different or it doesn't really add to anything but i'm always excited for a re-release of something so it's easier for people to play the series or get upgraded things to make it more easier compared to the originals you know when it comes to games it's a different thing but i'm i'm looking forward to it now next game i'm not looking forward to this i'm not gonna get it i just need to talk about it suicide squad kill the justice league out february 2nd i don't know man i think this is gonna fucking it's gotten some bad press it's a live service bullshit that they're trying to back everything away and they said they were going to do something on day one patch to do something. I don't know. I think this might tank or it might not tank and it might do really well. I mean, like sometimes people think things tank and it could do it could do well and people just buy it because of the name. I don't know. I just don't think it's going to be the open world experience that everyone's expecting. I think it's going to be secluded areas and yeah man it's gonna be interesting to see how this comes out and what it's really about because i still feel after the first showing and the negative response and they really didn't show a lot after some stuff leaked i guess about it i don't know i just it doesn't seem good for it but hey it could change people could just be super excited and, and enjoying it man you know we'll just have to wait and see i'm i'm not gonna be one i'm more of like suicide squads like oh is it 20 bucks nah, they said it was all right i'll try it i got gotham knights for like 20 bucks i think but and it wasn't that bad i didn't finish it though but it wasn't that bad next game tomb raiders one through three remastered for the playstation 5 xbox series x and s playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc never been a huge tomb raider fan i like the the newer ones that came out um, I wanna, I just, I'm curious to see how these play. If it's just more of a visual upgrade and not a, a you know, controller gameplay upgrade, cause that could be rough with those fucking tank control. I'm, I'm used to Resident Evil tank controls. I ain't used to ra Tomb Raider tankish controls. So I'm just more curious about that. Next game, Mario vs. Donkey Kong coming out for the Switch on February 16th. This one. Uh, is just a, from what I understand, a remake of the original Marvel vs. Donkey Kong. So hopefully we get some new stuff. Hopefully it's like a spiritual successor, which Marvel vs. Donkey Kong is a spiritual successor to the Donkey Kong Game Boy game. Now, if you know what I'm talking about, the original Donkey Kong Game Boy game, you just thought it was the Donkey Kong game in the arcades, and it starts off that way. And you were to assume that it's the same thing, but once you pass the portion of the arcade game then it goes into a whole new thing with all new levels it's like a whole new game after you beat the original you know which doesn't take you too long like less than 10 minutes if i i think and then it it opens up to this whole new thing and it, it made it amazing so i'm hoping that this mario versus donkey kong kind of has that too where you're like you're like oh I, i'm doing the puzzles of the original ds game and then boom once you beat it you get this whole new thing. That would be cool. Is it going to do that? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I'm, I'm just spitballing here. I'm, I'm, I'm gasping. A lot of other games. There's a lot of games coming out for the month of February. But nothing I'm looking forward to. But the last game to end the month of February. On February 29th. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth for PlayStation 5. As you know, Final Fantasy fan. I had a great time with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I had my problems with it, but as I continued it and played it, that was the one game where Final Fantasy VII Remake, like right when I finished it, boom, new game plus, I, I started it over again, played it, I once I finished it, went right back to it. And it's very few games that I've done that with, where I just played it again, and then I streamed it again. 
and I think I think actually the second time I streamed it because I wanted to just get through it and then I had fun streaming it. So I think I'm gonna do the same thing with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I really want to see where they're gonna go with it. Some of the things they improve, they change from the original story. I'm not somebody who was. I was a little upset that it didn't follow the same thing as the original game. But then when I kind of heard the stuff about it, the theories, and also the original creators and the developers who are working on this game, I kind of understood where they were coming from, where they didn't want to do the same game they, they did before. They wanted to change it up, but they're still keeping the heart of everything, and they're still keeping it the same way, but adding some extra cool things. I, I don't know. I'm just really looking forward to Rebirth and seeing how, how it was. So, like, yeah, I I can get that, right? You don't want to just do the same thing you did before. Just prettier. You know, a lot of people didn't like the combat, that it switched to action RPG combat. I was fine with it. Um, I think I understand, though. I understand people wanting to just have the original turn-based RPG, the original story you had, but better graphics, CG cutscenes, all this stuff. And I get it. We could have had a, a game where it did that. And we kind of still do. We still get this, the cutscenes in CG. We still have the characters upgraded. It's just that the combat is different. I don't know. You're not going to please everybody, but I'm looking forward to it. I like to remake. I'm looking forward to Rebirth. And I think I'm going to stream... Rebirth, the same way I streamed Remake, was is when I finish it. But I think I kind of want to do a play Rebirth, non-streaming, beat it, then stream Remake, Intergrade, then Rebirth. That seems like fun to me. To me, it's fun. But yeah, that is everything in the month of February that I'm looking forward to. And then this is where we're getting into... Not a lot of stuff has been announced... But we have March. And in March, Dragon's Dogma 2 is coming out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC on March 22nd. Never played the original Dragon's Dogma. I have it. I need to play it. But this one looks cool. I'm looking forward to it. My expectations are it's going to be something unique. It's going to be something fun. Hopefully it is. I'm just looking forward to trying it out. And hopefully it is a good time. But I should probably dabble with the first one before jumping into two. Next game, Princess Peach Showtime. Coming out for Switch on March 22nd. This one's unique. I've talked about this before. It looks like a stage play with Princess Peach where she can change costumes. And those costumes give her different abilities. That's what it seems like. But it gave me like vibes when I first saw it of the game Puppeteer, if anyone remembers, for the PlayStation 3. So I don't think it's going to play the same way, but hopefully it has the same premise where the stage becomes so alive and active that it feels real. Is that if, if you ever saw how Puppeteer was, they did something unique. And I don't think they're going to go that route, but I'm just hoping that... I guess what I'm kind of hoping is, you know it's a stage play, she's on stage, but I kind of want that to go away where you feel like it's just the game, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you do this, but let me give you an example. Like, It's like when you're home, watching a film at home, something like a new movie, and you're invested in it. And you know that moment when you're watching a film and you're so invested that everything goes away. You forget you're in your house. You forget where you are. And you're just so invested in it that everything else is just black all around you and you're just watching that film that's kind of what i want for princess peach showtime where you forget it's a stage play and you feel it's the game that you're you're completely involved in i don't know if that makes sense but that's kind of what i want but yeah for the month of march that's basically what's been updated that's what i'm looking forward to i did see that um the game alone in the dark was originally supposed to come out last year in october then got delayed till december and then got delayed again till March. I am just curious to see how that game does. I tried out the demo. It was super fucking short and didn't really give you an ad, like like a feeling of what the game was really gonna be. Um, I know David Harbor and I forget the her name uh, is in the game. Uh, so I don't know if the star power is gonna really push this game, but yeah, I don't I don't know if this is a better time for it. I really don't. I just don't know. 
So, yeah, that's uh, those are the two games in March that I'm looking forward to. Uh, in April, a Yudin Chronicles 100 Heroes is coming out April 23rd. That one is from the original Su- Sukaden team. Su- Suikaden? Suikaden? I don't know how you pronounce it. Everyone's been looking forward to that. I did try a prequel. I have the prequel game, I believe. And that played really cool and well. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, another game I just saw on here. Braid is uh, celebrating, I think it's 10 year anniversary or 15 year anniversary. On April 30th, my the day of my birth and Kristen Dunst's birthday. Um, Braid Anniversary Edition. That one, I want to say it's 15 years. Holy shit. I think that game is 15 years. I think it is. 10 or 15 years. Anyway. It's the anniversary of Braid. And that game, I remember buying on Xbox Live Arcade. No, it was Xbox Live. Yeah. I remember buying that on Xbox 360 on the Live Arcade. And playing it, getting invested in it. And I never played it again. And the reason I didn't play it again is that uh, a guy I worked with fucking ruined it for me. And it was su- it's a, such a big reveal. It's such a huge spoiler for Braid that you kind of can't, not that you can't, but I couldn't go back to it because it's like, well, I already know how this ends. And it was a pretty cool reveal. And if you know, you know what I'm talking about. And I think that was a cool reveal. And it kind of gets ruined. It's like an old tried and true gaming thing that it kind of gets turned on its head hopefully that's not giving anything away i don't think so but um yeah i don't think i'll be getting the anniversary edition but uh fuck that guy for ruining it (laughs) so for the rest of the year there's nothing really listed coming out but hopefully for this i i hope Senyu Saga Hellblade 2 finally comes out this fucking year, man. Did it get announced for 2024 or 2020 or was it 2025? At the Game Awards. I don't remember. I really hope Senyu Saga comes out this year. I hope it does well. Because I really don't want Ninja Theory to kind of have a bomb on their hands. Just because I like them. But I felt like they they showed it off too soon, for too long, and it kind of became a joke. I don't know. I just I just hope I'm wrong, and it just becomes like a big thing for Xbox. To be honest, I just wanted to do well. Yeah, we don't know if the Lollipop Chainsaw remake repop comes out next year. We also don't know if um. The Suikoden 1 and 2 remakes or remasters are coming out this year. Hopefully they do. I know they're Dragon Quest 4, was it? The 2D, 3D, 2.5D game. Hopefully it comes out this year. Shit. Luigi's Mansion 2 HD is coming out sometime. I know Luigi's Mansion. And then was it Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door? So that's other stuff to look forward to for 2024. Yes, the Star Wars Hunt Outlaws game. Hopefully that's cool. I mean, as much as I'm kind of like down on Star Wars, hopefully that's actually something worth worth being excited for. Um, but yeah, even like the, the the games that Sega announced, depending on if depending if they come out this year or not, you know, Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe. Hopefully that's something as time goes by, we get more information. Hopefully it's something good. Hopefully it's good information. Hopefully it's just not stuff that's just kind of shitted out. You know, like, I don't know. I really hope it's, I really hope those are, I don't know, going to be something instead of just complete duds or live service games. I heard that, like. Not that it was going to be that, but someone's like, is this, could this possibly be live service games or microtransaction games? Oh, that would be horrible for Crazy Taxi. Jet Set Radio. I think Crazy Taxi could benefit. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Before you get mad. I think Crazy Taxi could benefit itself with a type of microtransaction system. Now, before you get mad, I'm just saying, if the world, if live service stuff even though i say it's it's bad or 
I don't know. There, there was a time me and Bethel were talking about like a ton of stuff and how to bring crazy taxi and have people care. I think something like that, like the idea of a crazy taxi, maybe a, a battle royale version of crazy taxi. Like everyone's trying to get certain fares. Everyone's trying to get through the city, um, ranking up the most and who's the number one winner. And then you can have like free skins or buy skins for real cheap like dude eight ten cents a skin your car or whatever i don't know i don't i don't want it to be egregious or anything weird i mean there's so many things i remember i was talking about that you can like modernize crazy taxi but i don't think you i think you can do it in a way that doesn't feel nasty and dirty but still make it like the heart of crazy taxi and kind of modernize it for the newer age and then you can play like original like hey just i want to play on my own i just want to go through like an arcade version like the arcade version could be your solo thing that you could just rake up your highest score or have like a battle royale thing i don't know there's a lot you can do with crazy taxi that's the thing i think out of all of the sega games streets of rage golden axe jet set radio i think crazy taxi has the potential to be something huge and modernize it for now and make it make i think it could be the if they do it well, the Rocket League of of this current game generation. And what I mean by that is just something that takes everyone by storm. Like, I didn't know I wanted this, but holy shit, it's amazing. And there, I think there's a way to do it. And I hope Sega knows, <laughs> at least has somebody doing it that can do it justice. looking forward to in the year of 2024 but also let's look more into what is possible in the year of 2024 and in this shorter episode i won't take too long you know i'm, I'm gonna get everyone out there let's start off 2024 with a bang but before i let you go only thing that really could pop up in my mind i feel 2023 had a lot of games in it, man. I think it had a lot of great stuff. I think it was a a year of 2023 is going to go down with like some fucking fantastic games. We had like Lies of P. We had Armored Core. You know, we had awesome remakes like Dead Space. We also had great fighting games like Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6. I mean, there was so much to play. There was great stuff on the Nintendo. Dude, we even had like super mario wonder pikmin 4 so many things i can't even think right now with like how much of the barrage of games wario wear move it like the even even most people are like oh, i don't care about that shit but like a lot of great games for all consoles you know oh fuck Hi my game of the year hi-fi rush jesus that game's amazing oh man honestly if you have a pc or if you have an xbox that is a must do not sleep on that fucking game i loved it but 2023 was a great year there was a lot of stuff oh dude of course how can i fucking forget tears of the kingdom that came out too people love that one too um great stuff 2023 was awesome i feel like 2024 hopefully is better or at least in the same level and i think also a lot of people i mean the one thing is even though we had some great games during 2023 i kind of spoke a bit about this i think in the last couple episodes this new generation or this current generation that we're in playstation 5 xbox series x and s there's still not that game that kind of gives you the the whoa this is next gen now there's great looking games there's great looking things right but i don't think there's anything that pushes like what is new what really solidifies this generation of games yet you know we had some good stuff we had stuff that was fucking top notch but i just don't know what it is with this generation and i don't know if it's something to do with 
expectations. And what I mean by that is everyone's like, what's next gen about it? And I think for a lot of people, next gen is like, it has to graphically look amazing. That's what makes it next gen. But I don't think it's just that. I think it's gameplay. I think it's the experience. I think it's all that. Like something we just haven't played yet. And I don't think that's happened yet. And I don't think... And I don't think that's happened because developers are not given the opportunity to do things at a risk. And what I mean by that is they're not allowed to be the creative force that they are. And I'm not saying the stuff they're doing now isn't creative. Of course it is. The stuff that a lot of developers have been doing these past couple years have been amazing, but I just think that level of surprise and awe and wonder is not being championed by the companies. I think they're more worried about the outcome of, of receiving the profit over the creativity of what developers can do and the chance i don't think there are titles that are being given the chance to be made i think in another world there are games in another universe not in another like in a different timeline there are games coming out for the playstation 5 and xbox series x are games that are so wonderful and so new and innovative because these big corporate companies are allowing it to happen and allowing developers to be the creative force that they are to give us new experiences i i just think we're not getting that because they're not allowing them to be that way now i know that less is more creators can be creative with less of like i'm not saying that money is the root of things being better what i'm saying is just allowing ideas to flourish i just feel like the the years of just like hey let's throw shit up against the wall and see what sticks like playstation 1 ps2 era you know of just like creative and wacky stuff isn't really happening and you're having a lot of indie developers that are are, are pushing the envelope in a lot of things but i don't know man i just think i'm still waiting for that and again it doesn't have to be the graphically impressive game it doesn't have to be the thing like you could see every hair follicle in their hair and then you could see their their peach fuzz or their skin and oh my god it's real time i'm not saying that but i think for the majority of console owners i think for the majority of people that's what that means and i i'm i don't think that's it you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that's the reason. Or I don't think that's what's going to make it better. Graphics aren't always the... I'm always not... I'm not a graphics whore, but don't get me wrong. I love the graphics. I love how things look amazing and how things are... are, are could be, but... Graphically, but... I think we're hitting a... I want to say like a wall, but we're hitting something to where it's not... Not that it can't or will never advance, but you just... Something else needs to be done. And I think that's just the creative side. And I don't think that. I think that's the only thing that's not being utilized is the creativity. The creativity is not what's being utilized. So we're getting lesser products. They're not horrible products, but they could be more. But these companies are more interested in profit than they are of anything else. And that's just how I feel about it. So hopefully... Hopefully we do get the game this year or soon for this these newer games to really make us go like, yeah, this is why I own this system. This is why I play this. And hopefully we get that. Of end off the 
this episode, one of the only other things I can think of of 2024 is a new console. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the Dreamcast 2. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the next Switch successor, the Switch 2, Super Switch, Switch Advanced. I don't know what the fuck they're going to call it, but all I know is Nintendo needs to be careful on how they word this new console. And these are just my feelings on what I think. And we'll get to more detailed stuff, but um, I think Nintendo's really going to have to worry how they word it, how, what they call it. Do you call it Switch 2? Do you not call it a Switch? Do you call it something else? Um, do we visually make it look different? Now, the reason is they run a risk. Nintendo kind of shot themselves in the foot during the Wii, Wii U era by not making the Wii U look that much different and confusing everybody by calling it Wii and just Wii U and people thinking that they just had to buy the tablet attachment for it to be upgraded or just an attachment to the Wii, which it wasn't. I, I That's why I think that when whenever they announce it, whatever this gets announced whenever ne the next switch successor I'm, I'm curious on what it's going to be called because i think you could still call it switch but you really have to emphasize that this is the new bitch in town so it's like do you call it the super switch like people know what a super nintendo is right like they know that oh there was nintendo and now there's super nintendo so do you call it super switch the ss you know i don't know or do you, like, someone, I saw someone post the Switch Advanced because Switch is a portable. There was the Game Boy Advanced. Do you do that? Or what if it was, like, the Switch Revolution or something? Remember when the, the Wii was originally codenamed Revolution? So, you get a cool fucking name? Do you go something like, I think that might be too corny. I think people cops would scoff at it, like fucking switch revolution man can i get a switch revolution it kind of sounds kind of sh like what's the word i'm looking for if, if you went to a store it's like can i get the switch revolution or like can i get the switch revolution that's like now you're just being an asshole you're being pompous asshole I'm like oh look at this fucking guy getting a revolution so yeah i don't think that works i don't know man it's gonna be interesting but i also think do they visually change the look of the Switch? And, and again, I think the tablet look of it is going to stay. The screen will be hopefully OLED, hopefully as big or bigger. Um, my guess is that the Joy-Cons are going to change. Maybe. Because if you make it look too similar, people are going to be confused. And the only reason I say take not, not to take away the Joy-Cons, it's, it's, it's that, that you can't make it too similar because then people get confused. And I think Nintendo notices that a lot of people do buy those attachments from Hori that are like bigger controller-sized controllers on the side of your your console. And and what do they do with this whole like they know people are all about the portable and powerfulness of a console. I mean, you got the Steam Deck, you got the Legion, what Legion handheld, and then you have the what's the one by is there one by? There's other ones. I don't know. There's all these handheld things now. So now, now basically, Switch ain't the new kid in town. You know, it's the boss bitch, but it ain't the new kid in town anymore. You got all these other handheld, more powerful consoles. So, I mean, I think I'm leading into how much more powerful is the Switch. I think it needs to be powerful enough to play any of these newer games. Now they won't look as, you know, they won't look as good as fucking on ps5 or xbox series x and s but the next switch i feel has to at least be powerful enough to run them maybe not the best looking or the best frame rate but powerful enough to be able to run these newer games so that they can have third-party support and people can be like nintendo doesn't need third-party support yeah they do because they saw the benefit third-party publishers liked selling their games two three extra times on switch all this stuff it just needs to be more powerful better but i mean i'm just looking forward to what the next switch console is hopefully it's graphically impressive hopefully it's backwards compatible hopefully it continues having the great games that it's always had and um 
my hope, which is probably not going to happen for the Switch, the next Switch successor, is some sort of street pass capability. Because I loved street pass on the 3DS. And if we can bring that back in some form for the next Switch, I would love it. Probably won't happen. But if I could, if that is possible, I would love it. Hopefully. But yeah, hopefully, yeah, that's the rumor that we might get it. We might get it this year. My guess is maybe Christmas. You know, it might not do another March release. Or maybe it might. Maybe when this episode airs, it gets fucking announced that it's out in March. Or we get announced that Nintendo has a special event to show it off. I don't know. Switch. The next Switch is... I mean, this isn't anything new. You've heard me fucking regurgitate this stuff over and over again you've heard the guys regurgitate this stuff over and over i'm just looking forward to what they do i'm wondering if they do anything new or unique or maybe everything i say isn't even gonna happen maybe it's gonna be something completely different but yeah well everyone that is what i'm looking forward to in the year of 2024 Hopefully everyone else is looking forward to it or looking forward to something else completely different. I probably missed out on other things. I probably missed out talking about other stuff, but that's only that pretty much that's the only stuff that comes to mind of what's coming out, what I'm looking forward to. So if that's the only thing I can think of, then that that's that's what's important to me right now in gaming. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to let everyone go, get out there, enjoy the start of 2024. We left 2023 behind. Now we're in 2024. Go out there, enjoy it. I hope you have a good day. Thanks for checking out the show. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse McClurk Lita, and we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later.